0: Hello again, listeners, Brad Hahn and Matt Yaunt here, or Hi-ho. Big Daddy Yaunt, as I like to call it. You do, don't I you? can't remember why we started that, <laughs> nope. but I really like it.
1: Yeah. So,
0: anyway, so we're here again. It's Friday. Uh, nobody's kicked us out. We've made it all week. Yeah. Uh, it's the 16th of July. Uh, hard to believe it's like almost halfway through July already. Yeah. Time flies, especially yeah. when the sun is out. Seems like when it's snowy, the, the days take a long time, but when it's nice, they're gone in a blink. Yeah. So, Get outside, enjoy some weather if it's not raining today, or
1: even if it is, go outside because it's probably warm. Yep. So, uh, Brad, I've been sitting across the microphone from you, you know, all week, and uh, I just want to say uh, I miss your mullet. Yeah, it's coming yeah. back soon. I I, think, I, yeah. I had to
0: grow it out again, so sorry, babe. It's
1: you probably happening. You and my son Reese had a little uh, like mullet contest going on, and uh, you wore it well. Yeah. And I think I looked, brought
0: it back. They're everywhere. Now. It looked
1: very natural. I successfully you. Yeah. brought back the hair. Trend. Yeah. Let's bring yeah. back the mullet, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Women, men, doesn't matter. Let's just yeah. let's start mulleting. Yep. Yeah. All right, we'll Brad. Mullet over. Well, it's been a pleasure uh, just to um, move through the scriptures with you this week in our Bible reading plan. I'm just curious, uh, before we dive into our last scripture for the week, uh, as you think back over these passages, any any threads, like any common themes or threads that you've Noticed that you want to pick up on? Yeah, I think uh, personally,
0: the big one that came up was uh, was just the concept of rest mm. and uh, paying attention to that and uh, trying to lean into that more um, as life is going at a breakneck pace right now for me personally. Sure. Yep. Um, but then also, kind of uh, globally, um, just like the body of Christ and the the unity of the body of Christ, um, where you know the church is not a building. God doesn't need us to build Him a building or anything. Uh, the church, and really, you know, is is the people and the people that it's made up of, and our actions and how we take care of people. I think is a
1: is a theme that really is strong through the whole week. That's so good. You're right on. I think for me, that the thread I would tug on is just um, there's just the the theme or the imagery of shepherding. You know, um, like even in the, the first passage of the week, you know, David and Nathan. I mean, David was, God says, like, I took you out of the fields and, and made you into who you are. You know, like you were a shepherd. Like that was your foundation. And then Psalm 23, the picture of God as the good shepherd. Um, and, and then, um, you know, in Jeremiah 23, God's words to those who shepherd. So so just the the role of shepherding that I think we all live into in different capacities in our lives and um, to to take it seriously and to let Jesus be our model. All right. Well, our last scripture of the week takes us to the New Testament, the book of Mark, Mark chapter six. Brad, I'm wondering if uh, you'd read those today. Uh, Says we're supposed to read verses 30 through 34 and then jump ahead to 53 to 56. All right. Mark chapter 6, starting at 30. The
0: apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. I feel like we just said rest. Yeah,
1: there it is.
0: So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a huge crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. There's the sheep and the shepherd. Shepherd. We're nailing this one. Mm -hmm. So he began teaching them many things. Jumping ahead to 53. Yep. Verse 53. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gesinneret and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognized Jesus. They ran throughout that whole region and... They ran throughout that whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages, towns, or countryside, they placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let him touch them, even the edge of his cloak, and all who touched him were healed. Good.
1: All right. Well, I'll take the first swing today at uh, what kind of jumped out to me or what's stirring. Um, What do these passages teach us about God or about ourselves Um, the the, the first thing I noticed, uh, in in the beginning of what you read, you know, so you have Jesus and his disciples, you know, the apostles, and you just get this sense that they're weary, they're tired, Mm -hmm. and they're even hungry because it says we didn't even get a chance to eat. They've been so busy doing ministry. They haven't even paused to eat. And Jesus's desire as the good shepherd of, of this flock he's leading is, He wants to like live out Psalm 23. I want to take you to a place of rest, a quiet place, you know, Um, and and I think he wants to feed them. And so they try, but it doesn't work because the crowds by this point in Jesus's ministry, like he's always being recognized. He's always being wanted and people are following him. I was was thinking about that. Like, how do they recognize him? It's not like they have Facebook or
0: pictures of him floating around somewhere. Yeah. Like I, Like, I was thinking about that. I think maybe it's not his physical appearance that they recognize, Uh but maybe it's, like, the peace or the, you -hmm. know, just his spirit. Like,
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know,
0: so sometimes, like, when you meet somebody, you know, if they're a person of peace, you can recognize that. And I'm thinking that's how, like, because I I doubt he had a sketch artist following him around all the time, like, making murals of him. Uh So Uh I doubt they, fit like, his physical appearance, I don't think they knew, but I think they could recognize him by his... By his spirit,
1: yeah, yeah. There's something about him that was sort of countercultural, different, set apart. That I agree. That it was attractive. That that people wanted to be near and around. And and maybe they knew it was him too because there tended to be a crowd. That could you know follow him around. He's probably the obvious one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's both. Um, but uh, but here's the thing that that just kind of I think tells us about what's important to God and um, what we always. looking for like i'm guessing the crowd as well as the apostles were hungry tired and hungry i think that's the Mm -hmm. the theme of the crowd and the apostles they land jesus sees the crowd and he has compassion on them you know they're like sheep without a shepherd so what does he do um it doesn't say you know he got them some food he does do that i mean he does like take care of that need But the first thing he does is he begins teaching them many things, verse 34. So he began teaching them many things. And it was just a a good reminder to me that, that, you know, if I'm a person in this crowd, you know, and I'm hungry, like I desire food. I I want food. um, But he doesn't lead with that. Like the thing we think we need or want um, isn't always what God gives us. But we can trust that He always gives us what we truly need. So I mean, it was just uh, I just appreciated, and that was just a little uh, that's a takeaway for me. You know, like sometimes I have a sense of what I think I need, um, but I need to be able to receive from Jesus uh, what He gives me and trust that maybe that's truly what I need. You know, He mm-hmm. he, he led with I. Uh, I, I want to tell you some things. I want to tell you some things about my kingdom. I want to tell you some things about the father, you know, um, he, th- they, they have a physical need, but he led with a spiritual, you know, response. And, um, we need to be open to that. We need to be able to receive that from the Lord. That's just something that spoke to me. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds
0: me of, uh, something Umpo once told us when we were in Africa, he oh, said, yeah. uh, it's hard to tell people about Jesus if they can't hear you over their stomachs. Yeah, there, there's so, that too. So, but so that and this is backwards of that. So it, it may, is. You know, um, it makes me think that Jesus saw their need, their bigger need, first. Yeah,
1: because I, yeah. I think of the the man who his friends lowered him down, you know, on a mat into Jesus's feet. You know, the paralyzed mm-hmm. man. It's very obvious what this guy needs. Yep. But Jesus leads with, "Oh, your sins are forgiven." I, you know i forgive your sins like that like that's not what the guy was asking for that's yeah. not what people wanted to jesus to do but like yeah. we need to believe and trust that jesus always leads with what's primary you know um and to receive that you know mm-hmm. uh and to trust that the rest will follow yeah. you know like the food followed the teaching yep. you know that's the part we didn't read yeah yep yeah.
0: well and then that you know you're talking about the healings and i was thinking about that you know anybody that touched the edge of his cloak you know at the at the end there 56 um anybody that touched the edge of his cloak were healed mm-hmm. like that made me start thinking about that too like was that anybody or was that people that had the faith that Jesus would heal them or like or was it just a blanket you know if you were able to make it to Jesus and touch him you were healed no matter what you believed it does I, I, say it does say all it, doesn't yeah. it so but in the in other references in the bible you know people's faith is what healed them not just the physical act of touching him. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, that, that kind of peaked in my mind a little bit, like, Hmm, I wondered, or there was just a large crowd of people that had faith in him because of what they had seen. Yep. And therefore the faith
1: was there that they were healed through that still. Yeah. I get what you're trying to say. Like, yeah. cause it, all the healings in the scriptures like are a little different, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's, Oh, your faith has made you well, you know, or like whose faith is it that that activates the healing or is it just the compassionate response of God? Is it all the above? Mm -hmm. Like probably, but like even like to reach out and touch is a demonstration or act of some sort of faith. Cause you're, Mm -hmm. if you're willing to stretch a hand out and try to touch something, there's some level of belief that this is going to be a difference maker. That's very true. Yeah. I'd say that the other part for me, um, You you know, like what does it teach us about God? Like God always sees our most primary need and and I think leads with that and and still follows up with, um, you know, the other needs as Mm -hmm. as well. Well, he's a good shepherd. He's He's a good shepherd. Um, That's what it teaches about God. What's it teaches about us is for me, it was um, verse 54 and 55 you know, so as soon as they got out of the boat, people recognized Jesus, you know, from the sketch artist, you Mm -hmm, know, who's following around and went ahead of them. The stone tablets they're passing out. Yeah, the stone tablets. Um, But then this, they ran throughout the whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And that imagery, you know, I I just spoke about the the friends who lowered the um, the paralyzed man you know through the roof to jesus's feet you know jesus looked up at the friends and said it was their faith that mm-hmm. healed them you know he acknowledged their faith he, he wasn't even paying attention to the paralyzed man's faith like the paralyzed man received healing from the lord um, because of his friend's faith and there's something and they carried him and, and here they have it says people carried the sick on mats there's something about um like Carrying our friends to Jesus, like, like, who is it in my life that, that maybe the Lord is calling me, um, to carry, maybe not physically, you know, um, if, if so, hopefully it's a light person, but, but to (laughs) to carry metaphorically, to carry spiritually, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like in prayer, even like, um, who, who, do, who is God, and a few people have come to mind as I was reflecting on this, like, like who is God inviting me and who do I have a responsibility to carry, you know, to, to, um, to, to carry them on mats to wherever Jesus is? Like, am I doing whatever I can to get my friends or the people in my life who don't know Jesus um, into his presence, you know, to wherever he is? Like, how do I get them there? You know, and mm-hmm. I think through prayer, of course. You know, but but even beyond that, through a conversation, you know, this is back to our summer of witness, like moving a conversation from just casual to meaningful to spiritual, you know, to praying with people, not just praying for people like like all that to me is an act of carrying people to Jesus and then just um, allowing them to just touch him. And to be, to, to just have a touch of Jesus and what that can mean and do in their lives. Like that just, that gets me excited and mm-hmm. that gets me activated.
0: Yeah. And the, the first part of that though, uh, made me think like, do people recognize Jesus when they see me? Uh-huh. You know, like that's, that was uh-huh. the first part of it. Like first they recognized Jesus mm-hmm. and then they carried people to him. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not recognizable as somebody that loves Jesus, like the the second part of it's going to be harder. Yes. So I need to do, you know, first first be recognizable as
1: Jesus and yep. then proceed from there. So back what we talked about in Psalm 23 and being a shepherd in Jeremiah 23, you know, like we, we are sheep. And so from the front, we should look like sheep who are following a shepherd. But we also from the back need to look like the good shepherd, you know, mm-hmm. like resemble the one we're following. We need to resemble yep. the one we're following uh, to, to help connect others you know, to, to Jesus. That's good. That's so good. Well, um, we're at 14 minutes. We went past our 15 minute goal. It's just a goal. It's loose, you know, so maybe (laughs) if if we stop now, it'll feel like 10 or something like that. But man, it's, it's been a joy, Brad. Um, man, I I just invite anyone listening today. Um, who is Jesus putting on your mind, on your heart, in your spirit right now to carry to Jesus? And can you begin to pray for them? specifically, boldly, courageously, with belief. And then what it what's an what's a next step you can take uh, to, to bring them into proximity of wherever Jesus is so they could touch him and receive his goodness, his healing, his provision, his love. Um Take action on that today Mm -hmm. and this week. Carry them if you have to. Carry them if you have to. And praise God for the people that have carried us, right? 100%. I'm sitting across from one right now. I am too. (laughs) I appreciate you, bro. Mm All right. You guys have a good weekend, Victory Point.